I was so scared. And I remember I used to be able to like, I start crying like after being like, oh my God, like I can't do it. Like I'm not going to continue. Like this is so stupid. So I had like a week where I didn't go at all. I was too scared to go. Welcome to Setback Stories. I'm Chelsea, your host here today to bring you on an adventure full of lessons and stories about me, my guests, and the times we've had to move backwards before moving forwards. So whether you're exercising, commuting to work, or have some free time, we hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Setback Stories. I'm really looking forward to today's episode because it's something that I haven't done yet. Not only will I be interviewing one guest, but I will be interviewing a second, one of whom you've already met earlier on into the season. Her name is Kendra Tam. And the second guest is actually a mutual friend of ours from high school, but I'll let her introduce herself. So without further ado, let's get on into the episode. Hi, Jesse and Kendra. Hey. Hi, Kels. <laughs> How's it going? Good. How are you? Um, pretty good. I mean, it's not like we just spent an hour over like technical <laughs> difficulties, but it's fine. <laughs> we're here and we're 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 thriving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Jesse. Um, sooner or, le- or later, the the audience is going to wonder why you have a beautiful <laughs> accent. Would you like to um, explain? Sure. Yeah. Um, hi, I'm Jesse. Um, I go to school in the UK, and I previously went to school in Toronto as well. I am also from Hong Kong. I'm just everywhere. Yeah, we all went to the same high school. Yeah, uh, I'm currently in Copenhagen for my year abroad. Wow, actually, she's really international. Yes, we did go to the same yeah. school. Is that how we met? Yeah, I think so. Definitely. I think. I think I'm. Yeah, I definitely met Ken. Um, first day of high school when I first joined, and I think I met you, Chelsea. Like definitely later towards the year, if not in grade eleven. Yeah, I think we like met each other in passing and then we started realizing that we had mutual friends of ours and then yeah grade 11 came we had um very interesting (laughs) we shared a few classes together english was a bop i must say oh yeah oh yeah Uh Uh uh-huh oh i want to say our um, oh yeah our uh, teacher's (laughs) name but i won't i do miss that class to be fair purely just for the bands Purely just for the fun that we had in that class. <laughs> no, literally. Um, yeah. Remember question of the day? Oh, God, I forgot about that. That seemed like such so long time ago. I don't think I had a class with you, Ken. What are you talking about? In grade 10. Oh, in grade 10? No, we didn't. Oh, yeah, I have no idea. I don't, I don't, think, I don't think we did. The only class I remember us having together was like Comtech. Physics. But that was like later. Oh, in physics. Yeah, don't yeah, forget yeah. about physics. Physics? Yeah, I I took physics, Whoa. chem. Uh, yeah, I took physics and chem. Um, so today we're all going to be talking about the same sport. That is the sport of ultimate, which I've definitely mentioned in previous episodes. But before we begin on sharing our own, I guess, journeys of how we picked up the sport, I guess it'd be a good idea to talk about how ultimate works since it's a relatively new sport. So I guess the easiest way to explain it is that it's kind of like a hybrid or like a blend of American football, soccer, and basketball in that 
like the goal of the game is to score and catch a disc in the opponent's end zone. So I guess that's supposed to mimic football. I don't really know. I don't really watch football, but I'm just kind of reading off of a the Vancouver Ultimate League's definition. So shout out to them. And I guess it's like basketball in that like when you catch a disc and you're on like offense, you can't really like run with it, but you can pivot. And then it's like soccer in that you're supposed to advance the disc around the field and you're not really limited to like whether you pass it sideways, forwards or backwards. So yeah, that's, have have I missed anything important? I think that's about right. Yeah. No, I think you covered it. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Wow, we love that. Okay, so yes. Now I guess we can go around the um, virtual <laughs> table since we're like recording recording remotely during the times of COVID, and like talk about how we've first started Ultimate. Okay, I guess I'll go first because I guess I was the first person to start playing Ultimate. Uh, yeah, I think you were, weren't you? You start? Did you start before yeah. Chelsea? Yes, you did. Yeah, yeah but what a time! Oh God, <laughs> keep going, keep going. Yeah. Well, because I tried out for the team in grade nine, which was like at our school, like the, the first year that you could try out for Ultimate. Um, I remember wanting to try out for it even like back in like elementary school because I like uh, so the way that our school works, it's like from JK to grade 12. And so like I remember back like in elementary school because the high school Ultimate team always played on the, the elementary school field. And so I would always see them practicing like in the morning or like after school or something like that. And I remember thinking that I really wanted to try playing that, but like obviously I couldn't tell high school. So then in grade nine, I tried out and I remember trying out for the D2 team because D2 is division two, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Like the, which is like the the worser team, I guess. Or not the worst, it's just not as good. It's the second team. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the second highest team. And like D1 is like Division 1, which is the first highest team. So I remember I signed up to to be on the D2 team because like I hadn't played Frisbee before. And I was like, I just want to be on the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I remember like after the tryouts and then they like posted who had made the team. I like looked at the, the, the listing for my name and then I couldn't find my name under D2. <laughs> But then I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. Like, I just didn't make the team. Um, but then I went to see who made D1. And then I saw my name on the D1 list. And I was like, oh, oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> that is such classic. Like, that's classic. You Like, you do this all the time. Like, I'm not even surprised he made D1, to be honest. Yeah, same. I was about to say that. That, like, that's a classic illustration of what usually happens in your life. Like- yeah, that's true, actually. That's actually quite accurate. <laughs> Yeah, I was not expecting it though. And so did you ever like throw in I, or play or do you even know like the rules before you started? Like when you literally yeah. before you tried out no, and you just literally just No, I literally had no idea. Try out and throw and that was that was it. Wow. Yeah. Oh my god. I think there was two people in our grade who had made D1, so it was me and um another girl. Yeah, she's like an Olympian. But she like played so many sports and she was so yeah, good at them. She, she also low. hadn't played ultimate. It's kind of like you too though, Ken. Like you're naturally athletic. That's why it, it was so easy for you to go into day one. But like she was like but like she was like infinitely better than I was. She was like better than the people who had like played oh, on the god. ultimate team for a while. <laughs> it was insane. Okay. Yeah. She was, like, insanely athletic. Okay, anyways. Um, so, yeah, it was me and this other girl in our grade who had made the team. Um, and then there's a, 
another girl who made D2. So I didn't really know anyone going to that team. And I wasn't also close with the other person who had made D1 in my grade. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, we could get into more of how that first year of Ultimate went later. But yeah, that was kind of like my introduction to to starting the sport. That's such a happy introduction. Yeah, wow. Like you're not expecting to make D1? Why is that what that's what I achieved by like if this was me, I would have not even got onto any team. Like that this is only me. for Kendra. That was literally me. I tried out for um D2 and at the same time it was great. At, at the same time as Kendra and um the girl got cut. <laughs> oh no. But apparently the coach was like if someone else like dropped out, like I would have been on I guess the wait list or like the next person that they called. But I don't know if they were just saying that to make me feel better. But it's okay. There were a lot of people trying out that year. Like there was like an insane amount of people that tried yeah. out our grade nine year. Even Madison, our um my boss, our co-producer. <laughs> Your boss. <laughs> That's what I refer to as. Yeah. It was insane. I guess Chelsea, you should go next because you're the second, second person yeah. to get that is true. Introduced yeah. to the sport. So I guess I already just said it like how I tried to get into oh, the ultimate yeah. scene in grade nine, but <laughs> failed I guess um oh my god I did not know how to throw I think I yeah I did not know how to throw and I was so I was so anxious like at tryouts because there were also boys um and I guess I should clarify that our high school was all girls so it was it's kind of weird um seeing the other the other specimen (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah our our school was uh just girls but the the ultimate team was co-ed yeah, yeah, yeah. we yeah, like yeah, yeah. partnered with another another our school. brother's school almost. Yeah. But yes, continue, Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I got cut, but the coach, uh, I guess, kind of encouraged me to like come back next season and try again because he saw something in me that I didn't. Um, so flash forward to grade ten, um, I try out for the the D two team again because. I don't think I did anything in between like grade nine tryouts and grade 10 tryouts, like a summer camp or anything to like improve my throws. Like maybe I like picked up a disc and like tossed with friends like over the summer, but I wasn't like too into it. So then I was like, okay, my goal is D2. D1 might be a future goal. And eventually I made D2. And how was that season? That season was very chill. Um, I think if anything, I, I didn't really learn how to throw until like, probably grade 12 so I think I compensated for that by I don't know just running faster or like trying not to drop the disc as much which is which are like really um important fundamentals that are overlooked like catching so some of my friends also made the team at the same time as me so it was really nice to have that is this the right word? Camaraderie? Like a familiar face. Yeah, yeah like that yeah. social support um, that I wish Kendra also had because I think like that makes a difference <laughs> in improving at the sport, like knowing that you yeah. have like your peers to who also are interested in the sport and like want to help you thrive. And actually, I think that was when like my friendship with Kendra start like really started because I remember in grade 10, like we, we tossed in one of the gyms 
to like <laughs> prepare for um tryouts i think because you were teaching me how to flick because at the time i did not know how to flick right so yeah I think honestly i don't remember anything but probably yeah <laughs> i do because it was like such a pivotal mo- moment for me oh oops i could not throw in grade nine and it was a disaster it was so embarrassing for the boys oh Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Um, and yeah, you don't talk about it anymore. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And I guess um, after that, um, I committed myself to the sport by like enrolling in like summer leagues and trying again in grade eleven and twelve and like joining club teams. So yeah, I guess that was my start. It wasn't. It wasn't a happy start because I had to <laughs> try again. Wait a whole year before trying again. But you know, I guess that just goes to show progress i'm really happy that i was i can say that even though i was cut like i started from like being cut from the d2 team in grade nine to like captaining um the the d1 team in grade grade 12 was there even a d2 team in grade 12 i don't know yeah i think so or oh actually i don't know did they combine them i, I can't remember either. i genuinely can't remember whatever i'll take it i'll take it <laughs> anyways jesse i really wish um Actually, I'll just let, let you tell your own story. Um, so I started playing. I don't like maybe not playing, but like I started like kind of understanding what the entire like sport was because during like um, our spares and like during breaks and lunch, um, we would always go out and throw because our kind of friend group, most of them, most of you guys were like on the team, and so like let's say you had like an upcoming match and like everyone wanted to get some practice in or like some throwing in before. Um, And so I would kind of just like tag along. And so that's kind of how I started. And then I never really started until like the summer before uni. Um, And Ken, you were there, but you, me and uh, and, uh, one of our mutual friends as well went to some training session in Hong Kong. Oh yeah, I totally forgot about that. Because we were all in Hong Kong at the same time. Wow, I did not know about this training session. Um, and we all went because I think our mutual friend asked if we both wanted to do it and because we were both just a bit like bored and stuff. Yeah. Um, so we were like, I was like, okay, sure, why not? I have, I don't know any of the rules. I didn't know, <laughs> really know how to throw oh, wait, that much. True, you, you hadn't actually played Ultimate yet. No, I haven't. At this point, I haven't. Oh my God, I didn't true. really know the rules. I didn't know how to throw. I could throw us like a really, really bad backhand. I think that was about it. Like Chelsea tried to teach me how to throw a forehand. I don't think that worked really. Oh well. my God, I remember trying to teach. Your original way of throwing a flick was so weird. You like snapped your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Remember, do, you, do you know what I'm talking about? No, yeah, yeah I really. Oh god! I like threw. before or as you threw it? It was like kind of. Oh god! I don't even like, remember. Like as you threw, as she released. What? I'm just like. <laughs> god, yeah, I remember now, and I was like, I don't think this is supposed to happen. It like you actually threw it pretty good, like with that snapping technique. But I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Hey, as long as it gets to where I need it to go, it doesn't really matter how it goes, right? Oh my god. Um, But yeah, so we went there and I was not, A, not dressed properly for it because I wore like running shoes on like turf. Oh no. Oh yeah. I mean, I probably was wearing running shoes too. Yeah, but you were on vacation. I was going to bring cleats to vacation. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so... I remember like learning how to throw and learning up some drills and stuff. And I thought it was quite fun. 
Um, but I wasn't sure if I wanted to do it because I was like, oh, I feel like this sport will get quite boring. Um, and I've only done like one sport solidly before. Um, so it wasn't, I was like, oh, maybe I'll just continue that in university. And then when university came around and I remember like seeing adverts and stuff for the team and I was like, oh, sick. I didn't know they played here. And I went to one like kind of like trial session almost during like orientation week. And I thought it was really fun. Um, I had a really good time. I think the people there were really, really nice as well. Um, that's honestly where I met like my best friends now. And yeah, I'm actually quite happy that you guys introduced me to it. So I'm very thankful for that. Wow. Yay. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. And we have still yet to like play a game of ultimate. Yeah. That's the weirdest thing. Like we have day. yet to play together still. Yeah. Because of freaking COVID. That's so insane. Also because like, I like stopped yeah. playing after university or like I was like on oh. some intramural teams. Yes. But, but then that was like when Jesse started like actually playing. Yeah. 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 And then I got surgery. So I stopped playing. Yeah, I think our times yeah. were re- our timing's really really bad when it comes to like training at the same time and playing at the same time as well. Yeah, and so we just kept like overlapping each other almost, and it's so bad. But you know, one day we'll all play together, especially when COVID Hopefully, ends. Yeah, and we're all yeah, back in the same country, or even in the same <laughs> city. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of um, divided by a uh, face yeah. right now. Should we play on the same team? I would love to. Oh like, God, no. no! No, 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 no! I was just thinking. I was like, the only person I do not want to be marked by is by you two. I am so slow. My endurance levels are so bad. I kid you not. The first training session back after COVID was the worst thing I've ever experienced in my life. Okay, but at least you're still training. I haven't like exercised in so long. It's so bad. But yeah, I. I do not want to be marked by either of you. I think I just literally just start laughing and like doing <laughs> random crap. Like I would not play it seriously at all. <laughs> all right. So it seems like we had like similar but different experiences of starting Ultimate in terms of how close we were to our teammates. It looks like Kendra, you uh, didn't vibe so well with the teammates you had in grade nine just because you were like one of the only Niners. Um and I think the rest of your teammates were in the older grades, right? Yeah. And then in grade 10, we were on the same team together. So we had we had a party. It was quite fun. <laughs> and then with Jesse, you went from like playing no ultimate to playing um, ultimate with strangers who eventually became your best friend. So I was just wondering how, I guess, friendship and that support system influenced your confidence in uh, learning ultimate and picking up the sport. Yeah, no, definitely. Because like, like, again, like we said, like, in grade nine, I was kind of – I didn't really have any friends on the team, I guess. I'm also just socially awkward, so it was just – Do you have any friends now? <laughs> like, I don't see any friends. <laughs> oh, my God. No, but, like, because in the D1 team, I didn't have, like, the same kind of, like, close friends that I had in grade 10, where, like, we were already friends before Ultimate. It wasn't that, like, I had to, like, make friends from Ultimate. Um, And then also because, like – my my first year playing ultimate, I had like twisted my ankle really badly in like the first tournament that we had, and I was basically like out for the whole season. Like it wasn't anything serious. I didn't have to like get surgery or anything, but it was just like I couldn't really walk or run on my ankle. Did you do physio? No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my mom took me to this like really sketchy apothecary and it gave me a rash. But <laughs> oh, no. I can talk about that later. <laughs> off the air that's a whole other story that's a whole other story oh my god (laughs) but anyways but I was basically out for most of the season 
after that. And like oh, wow. the reason I twisted my ankle too was because like I, I hadn't really worn cleats like while playing a game. Uh, and so like when I was cutting and stuff, I wasn't used to that. And yeah. it just like twisted my ankle really badly. But then that kind of added on to it because like I couldn't even play the sport <laughs> anymore. And I, I like still tried to go like all the practices and the games and stuff. Good. So I was like there and I was watching. Mm-hmm. But I think like by the end of the season, like I could kind of play a bit more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it definitely wasn't, I guess, the best experience. It's not like that people were mean or anything. It was just like you literally could not play. Yeah. And like yeah. I, I just didn't get to know my teammates as much. And like I didn't know them other than from like playing Ultimate, really. Right, right. Yeah. But then like in grade 10, like I was on the same team at Chelsea. I went from D1 to D2, but that's fine because, like, I was with friends now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, that just kind of, like, helped with your confidence, too, a bit better because, like, we could, like, play with each other, like, during, uh, like, lunch or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, like, even by grade 12, like, when Chelsea was, like, basically coaching us, <laughs> that was, like, the first time that I, like, asked, like, a coach for, like, tips and stuff. Or, like, I asked somebody else on like pointers on how to throw and stuff. See, oh, yeah. you guys should have you guys should have gotten me into it. Like I, I like I think we tried, Jesse, and you're like, no, I can't throw. <laughs> yeah, I know. I definitely, definitely said that. Yeah. Like my grade twelve year was probably the best year because like I was like such close friends with Chelsea, and I like like wanted to like talk to her about it, even from like a like a different point of view. Like when like me and um like our other friends just watching you guys here talk about it as well like you guys all seem so passionate about it and I think that's what also kind of made me kind of join because I was like oh I kind of want this group of friends as well that like Mm -hmm. I can like enjoy and have fun with and stuff you know yeah Yeah. like ultimate is literally like a cult like in a good way (laughs) you're not wrong you're not wrong (laughs) I'm not (laughs) It's also, like, because I always feel, like, scared to ask for help, which is, like, kind of, like, it, like, obviously you should ask for help and, like, ask for tips to improve. Mm-hmm. But it just, I never did that because that's scary. But then with Chelsea, I was like, well, you're just, like, a friend. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm so happy that I, w- I could um, provide you that support <laughs> and guidance. Um, we got and MVP I- and MIP that year. <laughs> oh, yeah. We were, like, so cute. Our um, mutual friend and our mutual teammate um she took a video of us when we were like receiving the awards at the athletic assembly so maybe we can really yeah oh okay well i can show you show you it or you can just wait until we post it on the gram <laughs> if we do for wait yeah i wait i want to see this <laughs> awesome. i'm sure you, you you'll remember the event like when it happened but, yeah they're so cute especially since like you're the reason why i got into ultimate um, but I'm glad that you eventually opened up to, like, seeking um, ways to improve because I definitely think that is a sign of confidence um, when it comes to, like, w- wanting to, like, improve in a sport. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. like, there are some athletes who just rely on receiving, receiving like, tips and feedback, whereas it's another thing when you're actively looking for ways to improve. So yeah, for you? sure. So, Jesse. Oh, yeah, how is it, st- like, starting a new university and then, like, also a new sport? Yeah. Like, did you, like, make a lot of your friends through the sport or was it just, like... Um, I would say I made, like, maybe half-ish of my friends there. Obviously, like, 
starting university was so like daunting and like even because I had to move to a whole new country it was so hard and like it's kind of like really really like intimidating almost because I am an international going in um and so that really like kind of had I already had this like level of like intimidation and like how scared I was going into things and I'm quite shy when it comes to like meeting new people but I'm not shy when it comes to like you guys because I feel like I'm quite comfortable with you guys and stuff but so I literally remember my first session like going in was fine and then the next like next day when I came back I like had to set like hype myself up before I left because I was like I can't go alone I went with my two other friends um when I first went to that trial session but after that I like went alone and I was so nervous and I couldn't just I couldn't do it like I was so scared and I remember I used to be able to like I start crying like after being like oh my god like I can't do it like I'm not gonna continue like this is so stupid so I had like a week where I didn't go at all I was too scared Mm -hmm. to go and so I think what also motivated me to go was just like I knew this other girl who fr- who was from Hong Kong as well and Ken I don't remember if you remember her but she also was there at the training session in Hong Kong but she had already played before and she had some experience and it turns out she was actually um, starting uni as well with me um, and we're in the same oh, yeah. we're in the same year and same program as well like it's a small world yeah and she was in a lot of my classes. Um, and I was really intimidated by her. I get that. Yeah, because if you're, like, especially with um, Ultimate in the UK, like, it, the women's side is a lot smaller in comparison to the men's side. And so our club was really, like, mainly male-heavy. And mm-hmm. when new players come in, especially women, they always look at the best women. And obviously, I literally could not throw, could not run. <laughs> like, I didn't know what I was doing, so I already knew I was really bad. But That's not a lie. You were really good at throwing. Even at that training session and you had never played before, like, your throws were pretty good. I don't think so, because obviously, like... Your throws were good. Okay. <laughs> take it, Jesse. Take it. Okay. <laughs> take the compliment, Jesse. <laughs> anyway, um... It was hard because I have a habit of comparing myself and I think that's such so that's so bad like that's what like I know Chelsea you do this quite a lot as well oh yes girl I know know you do I know you You do um but I compare myself a lot like to other people like even like Mm -hmm. I compare myself to GB players I compare myself to like people that I don't even know but I'll be like oh my god I can be as good as this but I'm not like I just end up comparing myself to anyone and everyone and mm-hmm. I think going in, I was comparing myself to this girl and I literally like could not, I like I could not even describe how like bad I was feeling because I couldn't like, I felt like I, it was just pointless for me to join. It was pointless for me to learn a new sport. Like I, I thought I was like 18. I, I'm like, I wasn't even 18. I was like 17. I was underage as well. <laughs> like I, I felt like I couldn't pick up a new sport. I couldn't fit in like. I don't know what I'm doing. And it really didn't help that when I first went to high school and started playing badminton, which is something I already knew how to play. Right. Like it was quite easy for me just to join in and like make friends. Whereas here I had to join a completely new team. I didn't know the rules, didn't know anyone. It was so hard. And I definitely like did not have any, like literally zero confidence at all. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I feel like I'm listening to myself. Um, <laughs> when I first joined Toro, I like totally resonate with you in that like 
like it's it can be intimidating to like play with athletes who are superior or who are who have been playing for so long and like know the rules of the game um because I definitely let that I definitely let that get to me um when I first joined Toro and I literally cried like after the first practice because I couldn't help but stop thinking like oh my gosh everyone's so much better than me like I can't throw like do I even deserve like a chance or a spot on Toro but at the same time, I guess it's a good thing that we both care so much about, like, our performance compared to that of others because that just goes to show, like, how much we care about, like, improving and hoping to get to their level one day. So did you try to reframe your um, mindset in terms of, like, okay, yes, I'm surrounded by these amazing players, but you know what? They're going to be my inspiration and hopefully I can get to their point one day. I think it's different because I actually tried to become friends with them. And the oh, girl really? I was talking about... Um, earlier she is now literally my best friend yes yes. Um, and that really really helped me to like want to improve and be like as good as she is and all my friends Mm -hmm. as well when I joined like I wanted to be as good as them and they were all on like the first team and the second team and I was like not even on team at all and I was Mm -hmm. like wow I'm missing out so much I should I really need to step up my game and I think that was really what like kind of motivated me to kind of like start going to training, start putting an effort in. Well, I, yeah, I definitely agree that it becomes less intimidating once you get to know um, players on like a friendly level. And that that reminds me of another point that you made that like when you first started um, joining the ultimate scene at your school, you you felt more comfortable like going to like those practices or those tryouts um, with another person. Because I remember, um, I think it was the summer after grade 10, I signed up for this ultimate league with Kendra and Madison and like I would not I would wait until they showed up before like I started throwing because I was just so nervous about like being wait, alone. I literally did I feel like I did the same thing. I did the same as well. I'm pretty sure we all sat in our cars until <laughs> every one of us came before we started throwing. Yeah. Oh god, I was the same as well. Like I would be in the changing rooms waiting to see someone and then I would go in. Yeah. But yeah. But Jesse, that's good that you actually like took the chance and like went onto that team. It was such like, a struggle like, for me to like literally take that step, I feel like. Yeah. I mean that's better than me. Like in university I was literally too chicken to try out for the team and I just I just didn't even though like I knew how to play and I had played on it for four years. But yeah. There's next that- year, Kendra. Yeah, that's true. Kendra's always next year. That's true. I I just joined the intramurals instead. Well, can you go get on it next year? <laughs> I've been playing in so long now. Well, they, this is your time to shine. One thing that is unique about Ultimate is that there are different, not tiers, but like different types of teams that you can play with um, based on gender, I guess. So I guess there are three types. There's open, mixed, and women's. Woman with an X usually includes non-binary folks, I think, and people who identify as women, but people who identify as men cannot participate in a women's league or a women's team. And I think we've had, we've all had experiences playing either mixed or on a women's team. So I just wanted to see how does gender impact your performance in Ultimate, or more specifically, your confidence when it comes to Ultimate. Um, so I think the first people I met were all guys because that's just how the club was split. Like it was very, very male heavy and it is 
it is still to this day. Um, I do feel like it was quite intimidating because, like, obviously, it's quite hard learning a new sport in the first place, and having just being surrounded by like males who are really good, or even females who are really good, which was probably the main thing that intimidated me the most. Um, mm. was quite hard to learn and I felt like I was getting judged a lot this also ties in where like I think every like like in a sense like I think the world revolves around me and like I think everyone's watching me but when literally they're not then no one cares of who I am or like how I throw and like it's literally orientation week at this point and no one cares about how, how what you look like how you throw how good you are um, at the sport like you're there to learn you're there to have fun and I feel like playing mixed was one of the was how I actually improved in a way because I kind of forced myself to be better and like it kind of motivated me to want to learn more things and wanted to become like a better player in a sense just just to clarify how did your experience playing on a women's only team differ from like playing mixed yeah so now in Copenhagen I play for one of the local teams and I play, I train with the women's side of the club. Um, and I feel like it's a lot, I feel a lot more comfortable playing with the women just because playing with the men is completely different. Like, I think first is kind of the height difference. I think mm-hmm. males tend to be a lot taller. And yes, you do have women who are very tall, and especially in Scandinavia, like everyone is tall here. And so mm-hmm. I do struggle a lot um playing with those people but playing on a mixed team I do really really miss playing on a mixed team to be fair especially my friends um because I'm so used to them and they're how they play almost no way Mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah yeah it does on a women's team you have that kind of sense of like friendship and that sense of like everyone's got your back like even playing on a women's team in the UK like I loved it um, I was so close with my um, with the first team indoors um, that team because we were all literally friends like I was so close to almost all of them and it really felt like a, such a good tournament that weekend because we were all friends we knew each other quite well we played with each other for like all, a year and a half at this point and I felt so comfortable but when it comes to mixed I feel like I would always just kind of want to be better but then I will kind of restrain myself kind of tying back to what we were saying about confidence issues like I did not feel confident at all playing mixed and I think that's just my personal opinion on this but I feel a lot more comfortable playing with women and I think playing with women is such a good way to kind of work on yourself individually on the sport but then if like playing mix is also quite important to really challenge yourself and be a better like player by playing with different people and like different genders as well I can definitely resonate with like like when it comes to playing mix and sometimes there are instances where a girl um has to mark a guy sometimes it can be intimidating because you know there are height differences and when it comes to skying people um which is I guess like going up for a disc and like jumping for it and see who can get it first like more times than not not always um the guy will go up in the air and get it and sky you and I've been in instances where I've had to like I guess do a sky battle or like I could have done a sky battle with a guy but like I've just chosen not to because um 
I'm kind of scared that I might injure myself because not all guys are aggressive, but like, I don't know if like skying is an ego thing, but like <laughs> sometimes I sense that when I play mixed um, and I just choose not to uh, go up against like a guy who's six feet when I'm just out here in my like post-surgical return to play brace and not trying to like experience another re-tear. But yeah, I can see how it can be intimidating but also challenging like sometimes like when I mark a guy like it can challenge me and like challenge my stamina to see if I can like keep up with his speed just because I guess like physiologically guys are speedier no I completely get you yeah like more this sounds weird but like more athletic like they have testosterone yeah yeah I was gonna say yeah yeah Yeah. how do you work yeah athletic I can't yeah athleticism yeah <laughs> yeah I know I completely get you Chelsea I rem- like more often than so like I would be going up against a guy even if they were like either my height taller than me or shorter than me like I would feel so intimidated and I feel like I can't outrun them or I can't do anything like I was against this guy who was like literally twice my height like muscle like massive massive guy and I remember just not doing much and just following him around and letting him have it because I was so scared of like, like just everything in general. Yeah. Like thinking back now, yeah. I should have definitely put more pressure and I should have like worked a lot harder. But then obviously it's just like, oh God, like, oh my God, am I going to get trampled by this guy? Like, is he going to whack me in the face? Like it's a non-contact <laughs> but then everyone knows it's literally contact anyway. Fine. Like it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely is like a double-edged sword in that like, I guess they're... Um, physiological discrepancies uh but also it can be an opportunity to reframe it as like you know what this is going to be uh challenging for my body but in the end it's going to like make me a better athlete by like marking up someone who is more athletic and like this can go to this is also like applicable to like um women too i remember when i was playing intramurals at uc i would (laughs) deliberately not choose like the females who i perceived to be like the most athletic because at the time I was like trying to take it very slow with like uh my knee because I was still returning the sport but like, at like other times when I was more comfortable and like wanting a challenge I was like okay you know what I got her I got her this time so yeah it's nice having that option to like challenge yourself by matching yourself up with people who weren't at the same athletic level as you <laughs> in my intramural team like in the first or like in uni like I was because I didn't have like a group of people or like I couldn't sign up as a team um, to play ultimate because I, I didn't have a team of people and I didn't mm-hmm. like the know anyone who would play ultimate with okay. me. Yeah. Uh, so I like signed up as an individual and then all the individuals then get put into a team. And I remember my first term, first two terms playing, I was like the only girl on the team. And then I think the third term, I was still the only girl on the team or no, there were two other girls that signed up, but they had never showed up to any of the games. So I was basically still the only girl on the team. <laughs> that um, was nice. I mean, like the guys were really nice. It wasn't like they necess- like perceived me as worse because I was like a girl. But it's also like I'm not as tall like as them, obviously. And like stereotypically speaking, I won't be as athletic as them. So sometimes it does feel like they would like take a chance more on the guys like if they were I think if they looked at from our point like from, if we look at from their point of view it's probably like kind of unlucky almost cuz like they probably yeah. most of them probably don't mean to not throw to a pass That's true. like yeah. it's just probably just like a timing yeah thing yeah 
or like if they're if like you and like another teammate are like both going deep or like going long to like catch a disc just because of height it's probably going to be the guy that's going to get it but yeah although like usually when i'm marking with someone the other team usually has at least one girl so i usually just end up marking the girl oh yeah even if if they're like more athletic um Mm. but yeah yeah i was gonna ask like so this league was a mixed league right yeah okay so do you ever find yourself having to mark a, a, a guy uh usually they'll have at least one girl on the field i think with like the individuals teams it's usually more like like i'm the only girl um but then with like because you can sign up as an individual or sign up as a team. And so people who sign mm-hmm. up with the team is like usually with their friends and stuff. And usually right. that's more like diverse in terms of gender, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Right, um, right. So usually those teams have more girls on it. So oh, okay. I, I will usually have like a girl to to mark. But yeah, I don't right, think right. it's that often that I would have to mark a guy. But like every once in a while mm-hmm. I would. But yeah, it's usually just on like height. That's how we... I guess judge. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you find it intimidating to be the only girl on your team or empowering? At first, I definitely found it intimidating. It must have been intimidating to just, like, join a team and not know anyone. So kudos to you. Yeah, I definitely had to, like, force myself every week to go to those games. They were also, like, super late at night, too, because they're, like, from 11 to midnight. Like midnight. How is that allowed? Well, because oh, wow. people have clubs and stuff in like lives, so Early. all the intramurals for school are usually like really late at night. On the back um, burner. <laughs> but yeah, but like like again, my teammates were really nice. Um, but it wasn't like I made like really good friends from them either. I feel that too with my intramural um, teammates. <laughs> like we got close enough to add each other on the gram, but never close enough to like hold a real conversation like beyond our um intramural games yeah i mean even with like back when we were playing in high school there's definitely a a difference between the genders in the team that we played in terms of skill level oh yeah yeah and i feel like it's hard to talk about um because sometimes i mean chelsea you were probably the best player on the team but i did notice that because the guys also trusted each other more, yeah. they would take a chance on each other more. Like, if, yeah, if we true. had missed a disc or, like, missed a throw once, they would yeah. be, a, like, like, less trusting of us trusting. the yeah, next time. Yeah, but yeah. if a guy had missed, like, catching a disc, they would still throw to them next time. Right, right. Like, there is that little bit of, like, it's just because they play right. with each other more. That they would like uh-huh. trust each other a bit more. Yeah, but, yeah, I agree. Yeah, and I still remember instances where like, like a girl would be open, like wide open, but the guy would just look them off. And yeah, yeah. maybe it, it is because of the reason you said, like maybe they just don't trust them anymore because previously they they didn't catch a disc. I think it's also like a lot of the guys base it on like one instance. Like if you mess up, then that's it. Like you don't yeah. get a second chance when it comes to yeah. it. That's so shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, because I don't don't remember if, like, Chelsea with, like, our team, or, like, our high school team, like, the guys made a lot of long hucks sometimes, and, like, our coaches would have to tell them to stop doing that. Oh, my goodness. A chance on doing those, like, long hucks, or, like, hucks are, like, just long throws. But, like, they would take a chance with each other doing those long throws, even though 
it's like probably a risky play. Yeah. But they wouldn't take the same chance with another girl. And again, it's that trust thing. And it's like that they just don't play with us as much, I guess. Cause like yeah. during lunch breaks and stuff, like we don't go over to their school and like hang out with them. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. So obviously um, we're recording this during the time of COVID and ultimate isn't really a priority right now. Well, I think Jesse, Jesse has played ultimate more recently than Kendra and I have. But I was wondering when maybe life returns to normal, what were your, what are your plans? Um, what are your ultimate plans? Yeah. Do you have plans to keep on improving or just play more recreationally? I think I'm probably just going to play more recreationally. Just like keep playing yeah. intramural teams. Oh, good. Um, good. Yeah. <laughs> with how about Tuck with the Toronto Ultimate Club? Oh, well, that's kind of, uh, yeah, I guess I could. That's kind of I hard to have co-op, but that's kind of hard to oh, have co-op yeah. and and school. And I don't school here, and I might not co-op here. So. <laughs> yeah, like it just has to do with timing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if you'll join me, Chelsea, I don't want to go alone. <laughs> I don't want to go alone either. That's why I was asking you. Okay, we'll go together once COVID is yeah, done. Yeah, and like yeah, in a few years from now <laughs> when we're like done school. Yeah. Jesse, what are your plans? Um, Team I have, uh, Absolutely not. Like, I will never, I don't think I have, literally, I don't think I have enough confidence for that. And I don't think I'm at that level yet. Um, not yet. <laughs> definitely, I don't think I'll be there ever. But I don't know. I think I'm just going to keep playing with my team here um, and just train with them. They're really good. Um, and they're, like, one of the best clubs here. So I'm quite lucky that I'm able to train with them. And I think just go back um, to the UK next year and just keep playing with my team. I don't think I'll join a club. Um, slash, I don't think any clubs want to play with me. No, don't say um, that, I'll say that. Um, but, you should try out for them if you want to. But I'm scared. Yeah. Like, I hate tryouts because I feel like I always mess up. Well, there's like, no harm to trying out. Bring a friend. It's so scary. We'll see. We'll see. But I think Toro. I didn't even end up going to the teams. Or no, uproar. Wait. Yeah, we we went to the same tryouts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just didn't end up actually going to the team. I just accompanied Chelsea at her tryout. Thank you. (laughs) You do the most, Kendra. Literally. I think it. Okay. Well. Okay. This is my issue. When bringing a friend along to let's say a trial or a game I get so scared because I'm like oh my god what if they're better than me and they get and I don't mm. like what if like something happens and I like break my leg or something and like they get onto the team and I don't because I broke my leg something oh. like that and like I always tend to overthink everything and I think that's just who I am as a player as well like, I overthink everything yeah that's why I don't want to like tie myself down to like I'm gonna play for this club and this club only like I feel like I just get so like tired with the same people and like be like oh I don't think I'm good enough for this as well and I do generally don't think I'm good enough to play for our club maybe in maybe in the future if I continue playing after university but now I see it as just like a university thing and I'm quite lucky because obviously I've met my best friends there and I've met such a good people good group of people who like has supported me throughout this entire like 
kind of journey almost, which I'm really thankful mm-hmm. for. Uh-huh. Yay. Yeah, it sounds like you have some great options. Or I just really like how you're exposing yourself to different teams. And like, Oh, yeah. Like, starting, like, I remember the first time I, like, tried to join the team here was I only knew about this club because uh, we played against them in a beach tournament in Italy. Um, Ooh. Yeah. And they were known to be quite good, but I never kind of forgot about them almost. So I was like, oh my God, I ended up going to Copenhagen for my year abroad. Let's just go and join. And so I remember my first time going with them. I cried before, cried during, and then cried after. Like, my stress levels that day were not good. They're not good. Um, I felt so nervous going in because A, COVID, I have not been playing over the summer at all. I had one or two training sessions with my team in Hong Kong, but other than that, like nothing. And two, I like was looking them up and they have been like, they are known to be very good. So I was like, obviously, I can't fit in. I don't know what I'm going to do. And honestly, it took me a while and I'm still trying to figure out where I fit in, how I fit in. But it's a lot better from the beginning, but I do like there are times and most of the times where I will come back and beating myself up because I don't feel like I'm good enough and I don't feel like I like I almost every time at the beginning regret joining a new team. But then I the more I think about it, I'm like, well, if I didn't join this new team, I wouldn't get this experience. And if I didn't get this experience, then like I I'm not like I can't say I've played properly, you know? Yeah, yeah. You definitely learn from your mistakes. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, like, I feel – so I feel like I'm improving a bit. I wouldn't say improving a lot, but I'm definitely improving, like, in terms of, like, my mentality of joining new things and trying new things as well, which is what the club is, like, so good for. Like, it's so different playing with a different club as well, like, in, like, different countries even because they've all focused on different things. And I feel like I've definitely become a better player because of it because the team here focuses on different things that other teams um, in the UK don't. And yeah. I feel like I've really become like a much better player because like not I wouldn't say I would become a much better, but I like feel like I've More become a good Yeah. And like yeah. I would say I've become a better teammate almost in a sense because I've like previously obviously playing with a group of friends, I know how to support them, I know what to say to get them back onto the field and back onto the pitch to like motivate them. But here I'm playing with a bunch of random people and strangers I've never met before, never seen them in my life. And it kind of teaches you in a way to like learn how to work with strangers and like how to like be a better person in general, if that kind of makes sense. And I'm like so thankful for it. So I'm quite happy I did join it. But if you asked me, like if I went like this in first year, even second year, like going on a year abroad in my second year, like I would have not done anything at all. I would have just sat in my room and cried and missed, and like I would have missed playing so much and just like done nothing. To me, it sounds like you've um, endured a lot of growth, both both physically and mentally. And I'm so happy that you said that you think you've made progress in terms of your mentality, because I think mentality is huge when it comes to um, performing at a high level, I guess, in sports. So oh yeah, that's you, Jesse. Thank you. I would say also like. Um, I obviously wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you and Kendra. And like, there were times where I remember messaging both of you being like, I can't do this. I don't want to do this. And both of you would just be like, just do it. Like, you never know what's going to happen. 
And obviously, I have to yeah. thank both of you guys for it as well. And so, like, always listen to your friends if that's what I'm just like getting <laughs> out of this. Always listen to your friends, and your friends only want what's best for you. And so, just listen to them. Yeah, it literally makes me so happy whenever I see your updates on your like Finsta. Of oh God! Like your ult- <laughs> ultimate tournaments in the UK, and like you messaging me about your progress and stuff. So super proud of you! Like even halfway across the world. Recently, <laughs> all of my um, posts have been me crying because I just feel like I can't play the sport anymore. More after COVID, and it's just like oh. pictures of me being like, "Oh God, I can't play anymore." I was like, "Oh God, that okay. went so bad." Blah blah. But like, I would always say like, "Oh, it went bad," but then, I, but then when I'll be talking with my friends later, I'll be like, "Oh, actually, I learned so much from this." Obviously, comparison is the thief of joy, and like, if you already have a tendency to compare yourself to others, it can be definitely annoying if like other people are comparing you. Yeah. To close off this episode, I think we can all agree on one thing and that when we all started playing ultimate um we didn't necessarily have the confidence to begin playing but we just you know shot our shot at whatever tryouts we had available to us and just like went with the flow and started I guess increasing our confidence from there and I think that just goes to say whether or not you're picking up a new sport hobby instrument whatever um just got to do it, you know, and the confidence will come to you as long as you keep on putting in, I guess, time and effort and attempting at whatever new thing you're picking up. So once again, I want to thank you both Kendra and Jesse for coming on today's episode, especially since Jesse, it's like almost midnight (laughs) at wherever you are in Copenhagen. (laughs) So thank you. Thank you. And I know we had a lot of technical difficulties today. So thank you again for your extra time for being patient with sorting that out. It was really fun talking to you about our ultimate journeys. And I look forward to playing together again one day when it's safe. Yeah, definitely. I'm super excited to see you guys again, actually. Yes, it's been so long. Me too, girl, me too. But it's exciting. And it's something to look forward to beyond COVID. So thank you to... Thank you, Chelsea. Thanks, Chelsea. Okay, this conversation has really made me miss High School Ultimate and seeing these two girls. Before we end the episode, let's go through the takeaways. Number one, trying a new sport with your friends can make the experience less daunting, more supportive, and help strengthen your friendships. And even if your friends don't stick around with the new sport, it's comforting to have them accompany you to that tryout or that open practice, giving you the confidence to go alone next time. Number two, If you don't have anyone to go with, joining a sport alone is scary, but hey, it can be so worthwhile. Putting yourself out there can open up your doors to new friendships and opportunities. Like Jesse, maybe a new sport will introduce you to new friends and take you to new countries. Number three, allow yourself to suck. There will be people who can quickly pick up new skills, like Kendra, but for the rest of us, keep trying. I took three years to solidify my throws, and I definitely wouldn't have gotten to this point if I was discouraged from being cut from the team in grade nine. Number four, as a beginner, it's easy to feel intimidated and compare yourself to more experienced athletes. If you're up against more seasoned players, it can be helpful to view them as inspiration or an opportunity to challenge yourself. Number five, it's okay if you don't feel confident when starting or continuing a sport. Having confidence sure can help, but sports can be a vehicle to grow your confidence. Let the confidence come to you. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Setback Stories. 
We're always looking for new topics and guests to bring on the show, and we'd love to hear from you. Feel free to DM us on Instagram at setbackstories or email us at setbackstories at gmail.com. Finally, we're seeking ways to grow and improve our podcasting game. If you can, please leave us a review. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so that you will never miss a bi-weekly episode from yours truly. I'd also like to give credits to my team, co-producer and co-writer Madison Wong, and technical producer and editor Kendra Tam. There's so much work that happens behind the scenes, and I can't thank you two enough. Till next time! And so every time during lunch and like recess, whenever we had free time, we would always go outside to throw recess. and stuff. Oh my god, we had recess. <laughs> it's called recess? Is it recess? I don't have recess. No. We just have lunch. <laughs>